With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. <laughs> oh. oh, Saturday, Saturday, Saturday at the DNVR bar, a.k.a. Saturday at the casino, as Saturday Dre would say. Saturday at the casino, yes. Saturday at the sports book. Uh, coming to you today because, of course, we didn't do a show on Thursday. Uh, no Colorado sports then. We figured, why don't we just go Saturday? We're going to be at the bar, yeah. a.k.a. the cathedral, a.k.a. the casino, a.k.a. the sports book. Anyway... So let's just do a show before, you know, some actual Colorado sports action. Well. And Dre, as the, the viewers can see, not the listeners, the viewers can see, I am shaded up. You are not. Yeah. I went 4-0. You had the bad break of a lifetime. Bad break of the And the rest of the bar is cheering the abs, uh, wind <laughs> winding down for the final seconds. I can be heard howling in pain <laughs> because on two separate occasions, first a Mac shot from his own zone on an empty net, bounces off the boards, and Miko misses stick side, and that would have given me the over, the Avs puck line, and Mac to have two points or more. 40 seconds later, face-off win from Mac goes to Makar, Makar shoots from his own end, and this one looks like it's going in. It's in line. I swear I've rewatched it. The puck is starting to lean towards the goal, as I can hear my voice now. And but it just wants to veer right. It just couldn't do it. So it's like the inertia. I don't know if this is yeah. the correct word yeah, of the puck right. was going towards the goal. Yes, but the ice would not let it turn because ice is inherently slippery. Ah, <sighs> yeah. So that was a three-bet a three bet swing for me, uh, an almost four-unit swing because there was some nice value on uh, several of those. Doesn't go my way, and uh, from what could have been seven and four day becomes a three and eight day because, you know, our minus 200 dogs, that, that didn't work out. I'm thinking I can just keep tracking those and put money on them, but I don't need to make those official bets maybe. Yeah, that's fine. Um, and, you know... <laughs> The rest of the way, the Rockies don't get the money line, which I'm going to bet anytime they're in the plus. Lance Lynn had a good game. What can you do? Luckily, the under three and a half hit, the over for the Nuggets hits at the very buzzer, thanks to a bull bull tip-in, basically. So, hey, we salvaged things a little bit. Sooner or later, a day like this was going to come. We get it out the way. Yep. Uh, I, two days ago, oh, we got a question? We have someone saying sick jersey RK. Oh, sick jersey. Thanks. Yeah. Um, probably didn't need to interrupt the show for that comment, but no, appreciate but it. Appreciate it. They're people. complimenting you, so why not? There's uh, some massive Miko Rantanen vibes today at the okay. casino. We're going to get to that quickly. Okay, okay, I okay. went Avs in regulation. I went uh, Coyotes under two and a half goals. I went uh, under in the first five, uh, under in the first three innings, which is money. Money, Which, money, money. It was one, and it was under four and a half. 
Uh, and then I also went under in the Rockies game as a whole. I took that Arenado day on Thursday because mm-hmm. I said, hey, I need a day off. You know, I'm just I'm pressing. Yeah. Come back, two home runs the next day. Beautiful. Beautiful. Gotta love it. Okay. Well done. So back on track. I wake up this morning thinking, okay, I've spent the kale jersey. I've spent my Gru shirt. My three-headed monster mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. in the wash. Ooh. And so I'm like, well, okay, let's go Miko. So I put on my Miko sweater and I start getting ready. Then I run into Allie. She's got the Miko the finisher shirt the finisher. on. Yep. yep. Uh, she's like, is this cool? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Miko vibes for sure. Um, we are walking into the bar. Crystal, the bartender, also wearing Miko the finisher. And we walk upstairs. Dre, also wearing Miko the finisher. Yep. It's a sign. Something's going to happen today. Yeah. It's a sign. And, you know, it's not like Miko's been just tearing everyone down, so it was obvious for everyone to put on their Miko gear today. No, Miko's been a little rusty, which is funny because usually rusty Miko is the best best Miko. Yeah. Uh, But not – it hasn't been the case so far. He does have the one goal late, uh, the most beautiful goal of the series for my money in game one. But, Dre, something's got to happen today. So there's a lot of different Miko props that you could get in on here. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. You start with goal scorer. If you want him to go first goal scorer, a lot of value there. Plus 1050. If you want him to just score, not mm. as much. Plus 175. Hey, not bad. Two goals. Let me see what I got here. Two goals for Miko, plus 750. That's mm. juicy. Mm, 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 mm. Hat trick for Miko, if you're feeling really saucy, plus 5,000. Let's go. But then you get to the points. Miko to record one point. Uh, minus 225, which really is kind of still nice value in my opinion. Uh, two points plus 185. Now you're really talking. Nice. Three points plus 700. That's a lot of value. And then this one, by far my favorite. Miko Rantanen, over two and a half shots on goal, just minus 118. You don't need anything to find the back of the net. You just need him to get the pucks on, uh, pucks on there. And to be honest, yeah, I have a feeling that they are telling him he needs to get pucks on the net um, because he just hasn't been doing it. Mm-hmm. And that's what he does so well. Yeah. So I think you're going to see a driving Miko today. I think he's going to cover this one pretty easily. That's my favorite one. And then anything else, especially the high value ones, I might be looking for a little sprinkle. I might sprinkle first goal scorer. I might sprinkle hat trick. Okay. He's so due. And I have another I have another theory that I think maybe part of the problem is Miko's a little sleepy during these games, you know. We've had these early games, and this is a guy who's made a career out of being a stud at six PM, eight PM with these absurdly late, you know, games on on the West Coast and what have you. And I think maybe that's uh He's just, the Avs in general haven't looked the sharpest, especially on that final pass, on that final shot. You know, we're not getting passes right on the tape to one-time them in. And part of that's what the Arizona's doing. They want to muck it up. They want to, you know, kind of throw your rhythm off, uh, you know, block a lot of shots, get physical, make it so that everything isn't quite crisp. On a back-to-back, though, I think we took their best shot yesterday. I think Miko's due. Mac finally started to really look like a man among boys. Um, so I think he's super due. I think 
to they played awful yesterday outside from McKinnon I think and the fourth line I think for the most part everyone did not play to their standards today I think that all changes I think you're right on that and and I think the Avs kind of used their their back-to-back game yesterday um if they had played great yesterday I think if they played like that today everyone would have forgiven them especially Jared Bednar I think Bedsy is going to be all over them between the end of yesterday into today saying like you guys have no excuses you already showed me dead legs yesterday yep and then maybe it wasn't dead legs it was just sloppy but you you better be go out there and be crisp today um I also think the Avs played their worst game of the bubble yesterday and the yeah. Coyotes still couldn't get the job done. That has to be demoralizing for them. Yes. They're on a back-to-back, too. You know, like, you, you can't forget that. They're on a back-to-back. They're down 2-0. Are they going to be, you know, um, clawing with their backs up against the wall? Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. But I think an early rush could just put them to sleep. And, I mean, let's face it. The two goals they, they got yesterday should have never been allowed. You know, the first one's real lucky slipping through. It was Sam Gerard scored it. Yeah, well, that too. <laughs> Sam Gerrard has scored as many goals for the Coyotes as the entire Coyotes have scored for themselves in this series. Right. And then the second one, they just let let him walk in the crease. There was no physicality. It was just sloppy play. So, yeah, you eliminate those. They, they blow the doors off of them yesterday. And I really think puck line over and Mac over two points. The three that barely missed for me today I think will hit fairly easily. So even after what we learned yesterday as the Avs win by one – and you lose your bet, you're still going back to the puck line. Absolutely. That, you know, 57 points mm-hmm. of value, is, is that worth it to you? Yeah, because it's happening. Yesterday could have gone one of two ways. It went the first way, which I wasn't predicting, the lower scoring grinded out, and still almost all those bets hit. Okay. Today, I think it's just blow them apart tear them apart day so i have no concerns okay yeah uh i'm going abs regular timeline once again and coyotes under two and a half goals once again that's a good one like that like that because the defense i have more questions about the abs d than i do the offense i do too but these coyotes they don't have any finishers they stink dude yeah finisher there it it comes up again uh okay so are we good on that? We're, we're yeah, riding Miko. So. Find a way to get in on Miko today. That's yeah. what we're saying. Uh, we're riding the Avs. You are I also think Koski banks went in. Another Just one. putting that out there, yeah. Would that be three and three games for him? Is that right, Aldoc? What? Koski, three and three games. Did he score in the first game of the series? I don't. Which I, I can't remember. Yeah. Um... Okay, Andre. So as I mentioned off the top, I hit two unders on course field yesterday. Now I need to ask for a ruling here, because I, you know, up until this point, I had only done the game unders, and yeah. I was saying, hey, going into yesterday, it was still six and four. We're still hitting at a sixty percent clip. But you talked me into the under under in the first three innings. I hit mm-hmm. that as well. Do I get to add that to the unders at course field pool, or do we have to keep it consistent no, no, with no. how many games there have been? I think that's separate. And the under the over in the first three innings, that's only hit three times in the month of August in Rockies games. And we are in August 15th. Yeah. So that means probably 13 games. So it's 10 and three. Yeah. 
So that the Rockies offense, and I've felt this watching it, and I guess the stats line up to the eye test, is that it's just taking them a bit for those bats to wake up. You know, yep. second, third time around the rotation, that's where they start to to wake up. First, second, then they're a little slow though. So, yeah, I like that. I think that's pretty safe. So, oh, what do we got, Al? He didn't score. Okay. The last two games, the last game he scored was against Dallas. Oh, oh Burakovsky, okay. yeah, hasn't so, been since the round robin. So two and four games, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Thank you, Alan. Let's go on to the Rockies now. Yeah. And the last time Herman Marquez faced the Rangers, he absolutely baffled them. Um, just the same way that Lance Lynn did to the Rockies both times now. Yeah. I think the same thing happens to the Rangers that happened to the Rockies last night. Herman goes out there and baffles them once again. They've got Kyle Gibson on the mound. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you know about Kyle Gibson? Yeah, 0 2 4 11 ERA on this season. Hasn't been a great year for Kyle Gibson. That would be the one thing that gives you pause on the first three innings line. But again, Rockies bats have been a little slow to heat up, so I like that. But, I mean the pitching matchup is heavily in favor of the Rockies, which is why they are a full minus 190 on the money line. Wow. Yeah. Minus 190. How do you feel about the run line since you're a puck line guy? Yeah, I guess that would be intriguing here, wouldn't it? I just have so much. I have such concerns with uh, the Rockies bullpen. I don't trust them one bit, you know? Yeah doesn't matter who the opponent is it could always become a one-run game all of a sudden in the eighth you know and so yeah i'm skeptical but i am as i have every game this season that he started hitting the over on herman marquez uh strikeouts that's back to five and a half remember it went to six and a half last game that's the first time herman hasn't hit it it's minus 159, so you're giving up a little juice, but hey, it's doable. I'd prefer the five yeah. and a half, to be honest, and give too. up a little juice than the six and a half I do too. on even money. I wish I could get that on Ryan Castellani. Man, he's insane. Did they not have a strikeout prop for him no, yesterday? I don't think so. No. Man, they just can't They can't read him. Yeah. Too I mean, good. Yeah. We'll see when he what goes. did he like have seven five, yesterday? Yeah. In five innings? <laughs> yeah. Goodness gracious. Yeah, it was absurd. That's probably it, is they just they had no clue how many pitches he was going to throw. Oh, to- that's the thing. Yeah, he was pulled after four the last one. He, Yeah, he didn't go a full five this one. I mean, yeah, it's hard to gauge how long he'll even be out there. Okay, well, as you know, Coors Field unders are seven and four. Yeah. yeah. Seven and four. Yeah. 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 That is above 60%, below 70%. Taking it again? Somewhere in there. Of course I'm taking it again. It's 11 and a half. It's once again by far the highest number in all of baseball. Herman's going to hold them to zero. So whatever happens after that, uh, I'm okay with. I don't think the Rockies are going to cover this on their own. Does Herman go a full seven? Yes. Okay. Okay. You're selling me on it then. I, 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 I'm down. If I could bet complete game shutout Herman Marquez, I would do it. Plus 3,000, something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, they better give me some value yeah, on it. Yeah, but, I should uh, hope so. But I would do it. I think that the, that the, yeah, the Rangers have no idea how to hit this guy. Uh, if you do in the in the majors anyways. So yeah. I'm, I'm also going back to the first three under as well. I like that a lot. Yeah, that's, a, that's kind of a lock for me. And staying on the MLB, I will be taking the over on the Yankees again. 
loyal listeners will know that's kind of my thing is taking the over against uh, Red Sox pitching, which is uh, just horrendous. And what do we got there? What's dude the... four and a half? Who's on the mound? Does what are we doing? Nathan Evaldi, he of a one and one record and four oh nine ERA. And the Yankees are just smoking on offense. What did they score last night? Ten. <laughs> and it was over five and a half. Yeah. Yeah. And we what are it. we doing? We're making money. Four and a half? <laughs> oh my gosh. That's the lock of all locks. I know I was getting uh, some asks on how to use the free bet today. I was suggesting the under in the first three innings of the Rockies game. Still feel great about that. But if you would rather go the over four and a half on the Yankees, cannot fault you. That's a, that's automatic. I'd like to. I might just put seventy four dollars on that myself. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Jeez. All right. Uh, anything else we need to touch on today? Oh, Blazers, UFC. Grizzlies just started too. I know we love the Blazers. They're heavy favorites. You're not getting great. You forgot to that. get in on that three point prop. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Bummer. you're right. Um, UFC, yeah, let's go through that real quick because the Avs are starting to kick off um, in just a few. I know we both like Cormier. That's still where I'm leaning. I can't fault you going either way, though, in this one. We're getting 5-1. to one Yeah. Which on, is nice. uh, uh, DraftKings, I mean, the UFC props are unbeatable. Insane. Uh, and by the way, make sure you sign up for yeah. DraftKings Sportsbook. Head over to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, download it, use the code DNVR when you sign up. All new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. You can get in on all these props. There's, I mean, sometimes it's it's a it's a job just to keep up with all the free money they're giving you. It's true. Uh, which is, it's a worthy job. But make sure you keep up with all that. Make sure you go download that top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app and get your sign-up bonus up to $1,000 when you use the code DNVR. Of course, you must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Bonus comprised of first deposit bonus and a first bet match each up to $500. The deposit bonus requires a 25X playthrough, and restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Okay. Beautiful. Yeah, so I'm going Cormier. You do have that good uh, offer. I couldn't fault you for going Miocic. This is kind of a pick em. Cormier, I think, is the better, more complete fighter. Miocic, though, man, he has a hell of a chin, and uh, he's bigger. He's a true heavyweight. Cormier is more of a light heavyweight who has to really blow it up to even make heavyweight. And Dude, it is so weird. Like, you see Cormier, and you're like, oh, man, this this old retired fighter, he's great on these broadcasts. And then it's like, oh, he, he actually holds the belt right now. Yeah. Uh, no, he's insane, and it'll be his final fight. I think he's ultra-motivated to make this happen. In the co-main, I like Sean O'Malley by KO, TKO, or DQ, or submission, Plus 155, Sean O'Malley, one of the most exciting uh, young fighters in the game, period. We've seen him before. Yeah, yeah, he's crazy. Um, he He's always looking for the finish, always has exciting finishes. Uh, his opponent, Marlon Vera, doesn't scare me all that much, though he's never been finished in his career. Oh. So this will be a first, and, you know. Something's got to give. Yeah. Maybe the, it's his arm. The wiser bet is always to go the decision mm-hmm. once in a while though you can pick your shot and i think this is the one where you pick your shot hard to find value on the sean o'malley side this is one where you have decent value junior dos santos jarzinho rosen strike another I pick them yeah by the way. totally <laughs> totally uh basically knockout artists but who are kind of patient and try to pick their spots 
So I think this could be like really boring for two and a half rounds. And then you have one punch and you're like, wait, what just happened? Mm. Um, but anyways, I would take Dos Santos. I do too. Yeah, just slightly. I don't like you. I mean, I kind of hate it, which is why I'm going with over one and a half rounds minus 118. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That kind of feels automatic. Um, and then I'm taking Jim Miller in a slight upset. Um in one of the earlier fights, he's plus 110. I've lost, we've lost money on Jim Miller before, so I'm going the other way. He's a tough SOB. The accountant, right? Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> right. Uh, Herbert Burns, the Gilbert's younger brother, who we've seen before too, kind of a submission artist, great jujitsu. You get him at minus 264, decent value for a parlay. Um, same with Marb Devalish. Uh, we've seen him before too, minus 250 for him, and then you've got Cormier, so. There you go. There's like five picks for you. A lot of a lot of picks there. Rosenstrike was the one who we saw go up against uh, Nganu. Nganu, and he was gone. Yeah. Uh, Curtis Blades' advice on the episode we did with him to preview that fight was get on his bike. Um, he like panicked and ran away, and like I don't think he even dude swung a punch before like Nganu just swarmed him and with like three three hits he was done what Ngano did to him in that fight was so unfair like it was similar to what Ngano would do to you and i in a hundred percent all he did was just swing for the fences four times he landed one and the fight was over he landed the fourth fight was over he landed another like two as he's going down <laughs> unconscious but uh yeah so i don't know if you can ever come back from that mentally yeah it's a tough one man like he literally never all he did was cower and he was done. Yeah, I'm with you. He he never lost a fight in his career before that, too. Yeah. yeah he tough. got Rosen struck. He sure did. Yeah. He sure did. He did. All right. Well, a lot of action today, a lot of fun stuff. Uh, trying to stay hot out here. Yeah. Um, and starts with this Avs game in just 15 minutes. If you're looking for somewhere to watch the game, come on down to the DNVR bar. Don't come out to the DNVR bar. We are sold out. Sorry. You could for the Rockies tonight. You could come out for the Rockies. No. Um, but if you're looking for somewhere to watch the Rockies, come on down to the casino, a.k.a. the cathedral, a.k.a. the sportsbook, a.k.a. the DNVR bar. Yeah. We'll be hanging out, having some drinks, doing Saturday right. So with that, that's going to do it for us this week on DNVR Bets Daily. We'll see you guys on Monday.